0: This is 105.9 The Region, COVID-19, safety in the new normal. Yes, indeed, and part of that is dealing with the people in the know. One of those is Stephen Lecce, King Vaughn MPP, the Minister of Education, and a big part of yesterday's announcement at the Quartelucci Vaughn Hospital, and he joins us this morning on the show. Stephen, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, thank you. It was good news yesterday, I think, uh, for our community, most especially for the entire province. I was very proud.
0: Well, I mean, Stephen, I mean, in your role as education minister, there are so many parents and teachers uh, tweeting at us. They're excited about this because with the Cordellucci Vaughn Hospital becoming almost a COVID central in the region, taking off the pressure of the hospitals, maybe this may uh, maybe this brings all the numbers down, gets life back to normal, school back to normal. It's good for everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I'm the member of provincial parliament for the people of King Vaughn. That is my first responsibility to the hardworking uh, families within the community that have given me a mandate. The hospitals within that community, I've advocated for it for a very long time. I've worked hard to deliver it for the people of this community finally after you know many years of waiting. And so I think this is a good outcome. It's gonna improve healthcare capacity. We're increasing hospital beds to $125 million investment over 500 beds across the GTA of which 185 would be right here in the city of Vaughan. And yeah, I mean, look, it's gonna help us overall help counter and defeat COVID-19 and that's a good thing for schools when it comes to getting kids back. It's good for our long-term care and just broadly as the society because I know there's a lot of fatigue out there. We just want to get this recovery on track.
0: And we're all looking for good news. You know, Stephen, I mean, I think about Altas Tashamwala and his team at McKinsey Health have done and vaughn have done and all the different levels of politicians it was the ultimate team effort because you drive by this hospital and then you hear about the possibilities and capabilities of it and it's so state-of-the-art you realize this is a game changer not just for york region but for the province
1: it is it's literally the first newly built hospital in three decades in ontario so you know, just to put the context this is the first net new hospital we've seen in a generation and it's going to add net new capacity it'll be critical Uh, until you know we're in a position to widely administer the vaccines which is the goal over the coming months. I mean part of the hospital is a focus on the the Scope Center will be located there, a mental health unit, uh, the birthing unit, I mean these are critical game changers for families and for seniors and I just think we're the largest municipality in in the province without a hospital, standalone hospital, we deserve one. Our city has grown exponentially and I'm just proud that the government, this government uh, recognizes uh, that this community deserved it, and so we've we've provided the operating funding for it. Um, and I really do look forward to it opening on the 7th of February to help us get through the worst of this pandemic. And I've got to give a shout out to the people of Vaughan. You know, this is a wonderful demonstration of what our city and what our community represents. I mean, we were the first city to produce made in Ontario PPE for the province of Ontario. We're now the community stepping up, dedicating this hospital to deal with the surging. Uh, challenges within our hospitals. Um, it really is a good story, and I think it reflects the best of our community. And I'm proud of our citizens for rallies behind this hospital, and I'm just grateful to the frontline doctors, nurses, PSWs, everyone within Mackenzie Health at both hospitals that are going to continue to save lives.
0: Speaking with Stephen Lecce, the King Von MPP, the Education Minister of Ontario, and Stephen, I, my sister's an ICU nurse in Nova Scotia, and we, we get a lot of feedback from nurses throughout the region, and. I mean, there's not enough words in the English language, not enough adjectives that tell you how much they mean to us. And, I mean, I, I don't know how they do it every day, but at least with this Cotolucci Vaughn Hospital opening, it'll take some of the pressure off and maybe, just maybe, make their job a little more reasonable every day.
1: Yeah, and I think I think you're right. I mean, right now we, we still have um, such uh, capacity challenges in so many of our hospitals. So this is going to be a relief valve. For the entire region, yes, providing exceptional care within our community, but really providing support to a lot of hospitals that are uh, have high numbers of patients, both in COVID and, and other um, and other challenges they're facing. But the other thing is, in the context of um, you know of just realizing, you know, as you said, some good news. Uh, you know, in your region, we are well on our way to ensure every single long-term care home and every frontline worker within the long-term care has been immunized. I mean, that is something that we'll be able to, um, progress we will be able to report on in very short order. Like we are literally on the precipice of every long-term care and every frontline worker within it getting the vaccine. That's a great story. And I think given, you know, as we know, great challenges within long-term care, long-term care that's gonna help us strengthen, um, you know, uh, the safety around the, our seniors, but more importantly, allow us to uh, be part of that broader recovery that I think we all wanna see. There's a lot of good happening. The vaccine, notwithstanding some of the, the, roll, the slowdown of, of receiving it from the, uh, from the companies, the fact is we have a plan to get millions of Ontarians vaccine over the coming months. And I really do believe that we hired General Hillier, the former chief of defense staff, lead on logistics to get it into as many arms as possible. Between that, the hospital opening in a few weeks uh, and the collective efforts of Ontarians, especially here in our community of York, I really do believe we're gonna get through this.
0: Now, Stephen, when people found out that you were coming on, we were inundated with messages from parents and teachers. Please, they're saying, please, will kids be allowed back in school February 10th? Can you give them any insight about what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks?
1: Yeah, we're we're looking at the data. Uh, As we speak with uh, Dr. Williams, I committed to on Wednesday, uh, uh, tomorrow, um, by then providing greater clarity for which public health units can reopen on January 25th. Uh, and as you noted, in York Region, like in Toronto and Peel, uh, uh, those ones are, are scheduled for the 10th of February. The government's commitment is to get kids back. I think you know, I've made this very clear. I'm fully on the side of parents that want them to return. What I also believe is that when it comes to our children, given that they're living with parents and grandparents in intergenerational homes, we cannot take a risk when we see a dramatic spike in cases of positivity amongst that age, that young age bracket over the Christmas break. We're looking at the data to understand if we see a positive trend. Obviously, I wanna get them back. In the meantime, we've maintained high standards of online learning, we've increased mental health supports, technology supports, Um, we're just trying to make it as seamless and positive as possible for the kids to keep them engaged in the curriculum and keep them positive during this difficult time. But I know every parent, the bottom line is they wanna see their child back, they know how important it is to their development. We absolutely agree, the Premier understands this as a parent, we all get how important it is for uh, for their own mental health, let alone for the, the context of learning. So we're committed to doing that. And in the meantime, we're, we've built out a plan to expand province-wide testing, asymptomatic testing, it's voluntary, but uh, will, will be available in all school boards, in all public health units, expanding investments for air ventilation, for PPE, for staffing, you know, building on the 3,000 more teachers, the 1,300 more custodians we've hired. So we are continuing to build up that plan as we have sort of every step of the way as we've dealt with the pandemic. And I know parents want to have that clarity and we hope to give it to them in very short order. We just want to make sure we're making scientific decisions based on the advice of the Chief Medical Officer of Health. That's the individual I've listened to and the Premier and the government have listened to throughout this process um, and I think we need to make sure we're making decisions that do not in any way compound the problem of COVID transmission, be it for young people or really uh, within our community because that's the problem. Schools continue As they have throughout the fall, according to kids, they have been safe places and a great success in getting the kids back to school. That's a very positive story um, that I think reflects on the teacher, the student, the parent, the system, everyone working together. I want to build that momentum as they go back and keep them in schools for the remainder of the year. I think that's an important objective we all have.
0: You know, Stephen, my opinion and my respect for teachers has gone up exponentially during all of this. And you realize what a difficult job they do every day. How has the attitude from yourself changed during all of this as education minister seeing what these teachers and the almost the heroic things they're doing when they're doing it in a pandemic?
1: You know, I think, uh, I think everyone's grateful for every public servant stepping up and doing their very best in an impossible circumstance. I mean, we've been at this pandemic since March, many lessons learned, uh, you know, one of which was improving and strengthening the online learning experience because we knew either for those parents that chose online learning in September or throughout the year, or now, as we know, those that chose, if you chose it or not, you're now having to deal with it. We wanted to make sure that we strengthen the quality, and I hope the perception from parents is that it really is night and day from the spring to the fall, and that's a positive improvement. It requires partnership, given that we've set out those high standards, and I'm grateful to all the frontline staff, our educators, our custodians, our administration, I mean, principals, VPs, everyone, EAs, they're all working hard. And um, at the end of the day, you know, we are in this together. We've got to be supportive and collaborative and really just do the very best for our children. That's who we're here to serve. Ontario, 2 million kids and the future generation of our country. And I think uh, when you put that into context, and I know it inspires everyone to continue to rise to the challenge. We, We just have to do it. They deserve it. And I know parents demand it. So we'll continue to work with our frontline staff and continue to thank them like I have, like I did yesterday with some of the frontline staff, you know, at McKenzie, just sort of saying thank you to everyone right now. The parents too, by the way, I gotta say Jim, you know, these folks are the working double duty and I know it's, uh, it's not been easy and I wanna express gratitude to them, for their patience, but more importantly, uh, for their commitment to stay home, to follow the rules uh, and to keep their families and by extension, our community safe.
0: Well said. King Von MPP, Education Minister Stephen Lecce, a big part of what's happening with the Corte Von Hospital. Thank you for the time, and hopefully we get back to normal sooner rather than later, Stephen.
1: Thanks, Jim. Have a good day, and uh, stay home, everyone. Please stay safe.
0: Listen live anytime at 1059theregion.com.